0: Two, three, go! Okay. Welcome to Sports Med Res's this week in review podcast, where we highlight the recent news in sports medicine research. Over the past two weeks, we've had eleven posts on SportsMedRes.org. That's R E S dot O R G E. In the first ten posts, we highlighted fourteen position statements related to tendinopathy, sports nutrition. Concussions, biologic therapies in orthopedics, CPR in emergency care, treating hip pain or osteoarthritis, and the unique needs for adolescents. In the final post, we reported on a study where the authors concluded that people with chronic low back pain who decided on treatment goals and actions with help from a clinician had better outcomes than people who received standardized advice to exercise. If we take a closer look at that study, we find that the authors of this paper completed a randomized controlled trial to assess if patient-led goal setting led to better outcomes compared to advice to exercise, which was the control intervention. The authors randomly assigned 75 participants to the two groups. Participants in the patient-led goal-setting group met with the research team for an initial one-hour session followed by four 15- to 30-minute sessions conducted every two weeks. Participants in the control group could attend three face-to-face sessions with a physiotherapist, including an hour session to start and then a 30-minute session at two and four months. Participants in the control group received standardized exercise program and discussed their history of low back pain. Follow-up questionnaires assessing quality of life, depression and anxiety, self-efficacy, and fear of re-injury were collected at two, four, and 12 months follow-up sessions. Overall, patients in the patient-led goal-setting group had more improved pain, fear of re-injury, quality of life and self-efficacy at all follow-up sessions compared to the control group. Overall, these results are congruent with recommendation guidelines for treating chronic low back pain. While this is not surprising, the authors offer new evidence where it was once lacking. Clinicians skeptical of incorporating this patient-centered approach into their treatment protocols should consider its potential benefits compared with the minimal risk. Clinicians should also note that this is one of the initial studies to demonstrate the benefits of this treatment approach. More research regarding best practices for delivering this approach, such as the optimal number of sessions, should be conducted before the full benefit of this patient-led approach can be understood. Furthermore, A common critique of this study may be that the control group only received advice to exercise. But, we should keep in mind that this is often the only thing many patients with chronic low back pain receive. Hence, we should become more proactive in managing chronic low back pain and engage the patient in decision-making process. Don't forget that we also share extra material on social media. This week's most popular post was an article where the authors concluded that platelet-rich plasma may improve pain and increase function more than a corticosteroid injection among people with chronic plantar fasciitis. And if you're an athletic trainer who's looking for evidence-based practice use, then please check out our six online evidence-based practice courses available through the Human Kinetics website. We will have links to our summaries, the courses, and the article on our website and in our show notes. Remember, you can always follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We'll be back next week with more sports medicine research. Until then, have a fun one.